If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number three betting across America. Jeff Parles, Dave Ross coming to you from Circus Sportsbook here in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Uh, the phone has been blowing up during the show. Uh, Tim Doyle, always on the network with us, does a great job at CBS HQ. He played at Northwestern, so he just decided to send me a text of just Tim shooting a hook shot for Northwestern. The Northwestern grad's very excited and I saw this from my buddy Michael Kim at a stadium in Chicago. He sent me this, that uh, a tweet went out, Nebraska football hashtag, going to be playing in the Big Sky Conference soon. That was added at the Big Sky Conference. Big Sky Conference replied, now we good. I mean, people are just trolling Nebraska right now. Uh, and UConn got a big fourth down stop. But on the ensuing play, Dave, is there no rule in college that if you go out of bounds that you can't touch the can't be the first one to touch the ball? Yeah, isn't is, there's no rule in college for that? I believe there is. is oh, did that, that, just that, that would have been the most obvious one you could have ever seen if they if if there is. Huskies fumbled on the next oh, man. play, and now Utah State's in business. Fourteen nothing over the Fighting Jim Moore Juniors. Thirteen minutes go in the second. Uh, by the way, UNLV is just pounding Idaho State now. 38-7, two minutes ago before halftime out here in the desert. And again, we mentioned uh, 14-0. I want to get a check-in on Wyoming and Illinois, the other game going on right now. 7-3, to uh, 10 minutes ago in the second, Illinois still holding on. Jeff, you look perplexed. I, I, that can't possibly be legal what Utah State just did. 
I, I am not an official. Legitimately, the dude ran out of bounds for seven yards, came back in, and they hit him for a 30-yard play. It can't possibly be, be allowed in the rules. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> well, it sounds like bad officiating from where I'm sitting. Order's just not a rule in college football. In the NFL, I know that's a penalty. So we mentioned, like, Steve Mackinan, uh, again, does a great job of the network, how Northwestern now, you know, three and a half wins was the total at the beginning of the year. He feels really good about the spot he's in after seeing that. Lines are going to move. Certainly with Nebraska, Northwestern going forward. What we're seeing at Illinois, Wyoming, Utah State, and certainly UConn. The Heisman, it's not going to move yet. Not until we really get into week one next week, right? Ohio State, and again, they got a big showdown next week against Notre Dame. right? Big favorites at the shoe for the Buckeyes. Remember, they lost last year. Oregon. Oregon came in. Beat them. Beat them up. C.J. Stroud right now, the biggest mover, he was a Four to one to win the Heisman. Now it's down to two to one. Okay. Caleb Williams, by the way, also moved from uh, $8 down to six to one there. I want to talk about that because the highest ticket percentage for the Heisman is CJ Stroud at 13.3%. Okay. Caleb, by the way, is second at nine. And Bryce Young down there in Bama is uh, 8.8. And Bryce Young, by the way, went the other direction. He's now up to plus 350, started off plus 250. Interesting line moves because we haven't seen anything yet. But I think the line move indicates that Ohio State, we are expecting big things from that offense this year. So the highest handle for the Heisman is CJ Stroud at 24.5, Bryce Young at uh, 10.4, and Trayvon Henderson is 9.0. Biggest liability for the books, Jackson Smith, Smith Enigma there for Ohio State, the talented wide receiver. What do you make of those numbers? And they all seem to correlate to. Big offense explosions for Ohio State. All right, so let's go through this. Bryce Young's not repeating as the Heisman because it's basically impossible to we repeat don't do as the Heisman. Anymore. We don't do that anymore. What, Archie Griffin? I Archie think? Griffin's the only one, and he will be the only one ever unless if Young is so much better than everyone else that they can't deny him, I don't see that happening. Or injuries to other major guys. I, I don't see him being significantly better than whoever they else could So you don't with. see value there plus 350 No, 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 no. The, the, the value on the board was about was earlier in the summer when Jackson Smith and Jigbo was in was as high as he w- was earlier in the summer. But it's hard. I, we've seen it before. It happened just a couple of years ago down there in Bama. It's hard for wide receivers to win. It's not like the NFL where it's the not, MVP. It, it, it's 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 not impossible, but it's difficult. And there is a, a path where he is just so dominant that they give him the award I, I, over CJ Stroud. I do, it's unlikely, but I could see it. Uh, I know Jameer Gibbs, the running back at Bama, has been a popular pick. Mm-hmm. I don't see that at all. Uh, if you're going down the board, the guys you look at, I think, have to be the SEC East quarterbacks. You look at Hendon Hooker yeah. at Tennessee. Virginia even, though, even though I don't think Tennessee is going to be, I think Tennessee's probably eight, nine wins. But the way Josh Heupel coaches, he could have a Volume. monster st- statistical season. That he could throw, he could throw for, he could have forty total touchdowns, forty-five total touchdowns, when it's all said and done. Uh, I don't think Anthony Richardson is there, but I guess I'll throw him in the group. And then uh, you don't have a, you don't have as good of a number as you did a few months ago. But Will Will Levis oh, at, loves at Kentucky, even though the fact that he uh, likes uh, likes uh, eating his uh, fruit with uh, skin on it for some reason, <laughs> uh, and uh, mayo mayo in. Uh, yeah, the mayo. What was thing it? Mayo is, and mayo, mayo and oatmeal was yeah, it? It's just it's it mayo. Something, and anything it something that's not gross. a sandwich is, is it was just 
Mayo, Mayo coffee. coffee. Thank you, Elliot. Yeah. It was something horribly gross. Look, I understand when you're in college, and I did this once when I ran out of a salad dressing, I put A1 on it. Because I was in college okay, well, and I didn't have any hold money. On, hold on. Right? That's significantly different than putting mayo in coffee. I would think so. I'm not saying that's what Will did, that he had run out of creamer or milk. So he wanted to put something in there that looked like creamer or milk, and that would be mayo. So I don't know if that's decision-making that factors into your handicap. But th- that's just something I wouldn't do. By the way, the A1 in the salad was not terrible. I saw another number on the board that I want to pick your brain about. And that's a guy that this time last year, we would have said, oh, yeah. Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, he gone. He had Oklahoma. And now you look for the Gamecocks, 30-1 to 1 for Rattler. Any interest there? Because this is a guy last year was on the short list of Heisman favorites a year ago. Now it feels like he's forgotten because of he lost his job at Oklahoma. Now he has to go through the transfer portal. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. South, no Carolina, South Carolina not going to be good enough. I, and I don't Beamer, think he's going to be good enough either. I think, that's a, I think that's the bigger problem. He's not going to be good enough <laughs> well, that would be in, order, in order to uh, to win the award. I think that's the uh, the bigger problem. And then Dennis uh, Leary is another name. You yeah, look at Big uh, De- Devin Leary. De- Devin Trust Leary. me, I've done Sorry. that plenty of times. <laughs> so, if Dennis Leary won the Heisman, that would be the I, can, I can do my Dennis Leary. <laughs> that's my Dennis Leary impression. Uh, 30 to 1 for Devin Leary. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's a number on the board that, again, you, you think these long shots not really going to be playable? You know, Devin Leary is intriguing because there's some people that think NC State has yeah, an outside that, shot of winning the ACC. Absolutely. So that's a little intriguing. But I think if you're going to go with ACC quarterback, I would go with Tyler Van Dyke out of Miami. I, I think he's just going to have a better season. Uh, then Leary, uh, when it's all said and done, I know Malik Cunningham is there too. I I don't think Louisville is going to be any good, so I think that's going to be the bigger problem for Cunningham more than anything. And then, uh, I, I yeah, I, I, nothing nothing really on the long shots really stands out. I think uh, of all those guys that are thirty to one or longer, I think Hooker's the one guy. Hooker's twenty five, but was thirty is thirty at some other shops. Uh, he's really the only other guy I kind of really look at down the board as having the potential. You know, Bryce Young last year, you know, he was one of the shorter favorites again at the beginning of the year. I can't remember exactly where the number started, but again, he was right there for the majority of the year. So do you think that the safer way to play it? Because again, these plus numbers are not going to be there on the board much longer. Let's say Ohio State goes out there, puts a big number on Notre Dame as expected right now when you look at the books. Then all of a sudden that plus money for two to one. And again, that's already been shortened from four to one in the summer. For C.J. Stroud, that's going to go to a minus number. So I know some people go, well, I don't want to play the smallest favorite on the board, but is there value right now as we sit before Ohio State takes the field in a plus two-to-one number for C.J. Stroud? He's the rightful favorite. He is the rightful favorite because if Ohio State beats Michigan last year, he probably wins the award. And not only that, if Alabama loses to Auburn like they should have. They should have. Bryce Young doesn't win the Heisman. C.J. Stroud wins the Heisman wow. anyway. So, yeah, C.J. Stroud is absolutely the rightful favorite. And also, too, I mean, Ohio State, Ohio State's, to me, the best team in the country going into the season. They, they have the best like offense. I don't think that's even a remote argument at this point. No, now you got a new D.C. coming in yeah, there. That was the problem with yeah. the defense last year, not really the offense. Coming up, uh, Knowles coming up from, from Oklahoma State. And, and we saw what Oklahoma State A shockingly was. good job last year in Stillwater. But uh, yeah, I, I think in the end, uh, when you, you if you're the best player, best player on the best team in the country, and you're probably the best quarterback in the country when it's all said and done, 
It's a pretty easy case for a Heisman Trophy winner. By the way, if you haven't got the betting guides yet, both college and pro, you need to. And we talk about it a lot, but for very good reason. One area that I feel like I found some splits with some of our experts out there is USC. Caleb Williams right now is 6-1 to one to win the Heisman. How do you look at SC year one, Lincoln Riley, that tandem coming over uh, from Norman and going out there to Los Angeles? Because I look at SC, and I, I do like Utah first and foremost in the Pac-12, but if SC wins the Pac-12, if they run the t- is a big if, but if they can beat Utah and they can run the table, you know, they're going to be one of those surprise teams possibly that could get in the college football playoff. If they do that, then Caleb Williams at 6-1 to would be live. Like, a lot of things got to break right for that to happen. How do you look at SC? If USC is going to make the college football playoff, that probably means Caleb Williams does win the Heisman Trophy. So Can they run the table when you look at the schedule? No, I I think they're losing to Utah. I think they're losing to Notre Dame. And it would not shock me if they lose week three at home to Fresno State. Whoa. Would not shock me. You have a really good quarterback, obviously, and Hayner up there as well. Uh, the board now he did leave. It's a different coaching situation. The yep. board went up uh, uh, to take the the Washington job, but yeah, I, I don't. Th- I think their defense stinks. Personally, <laughs> I think that's the biggest problem with USC that their defense is going to be a humongous problem for them this year. And in the end, that's why I think they end up at nine and three and end up under the nine and a half. Uh, very quickly, Illinois is back in the board, fourteen to three against Wyoming. Yeah, I'm, I'm in trouble now. I'm in a little bit of trouble on that, my total. What was your total? What twenty? You- I have twenty-seven and a half. The pre-flop total is twenty-one and a half. Well, to close that, interception return oh, for forty boy. yards. That's a big problem because Illinois could get a junk touch touchdown now. At halftime in the desert, uh, UNLV just holding oh, on boy, to a forty-five seven Idaho State. Oh my goodness. Let's talk baseball with Derek Cardi next, right here at Betting Across America on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Jeff Parles, I am Dave Ross. Again, if you go to the DMV in the state of Nevada, they have placards on there that tell you how to pronounce the state. Yes, because it is one of the most mispronounced states if not the most mispronounced state in the entire country. You say tomato, I say tomato. You say Nevada, I say Nevada. Well, I mean, the entire, Nevada, I mean, I mean the, entire, the entire East Coast says Nevada. Right. You I, know mean, what? It's, 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 I used to say it when I lived That's how I said it before I moved out here. I just didn't know it would be that serious that they'd have to put placards up at the DMV. Oh, now I know. I, I, I'm, now, again, we're professional broadcasters. We should pronounce things correctly. If that's the way they want it to be pronounced. That's the yes, way we're pronouncing 100%. Well, let's bring in Derek Cardi. Always great to have Derek on, of course, a VEASAN contributor, talking all things MLB. Derek, welcome back to the program, my friend. I know that we are so consumed right now in week zero uh, with college football and, of course, the NFL wrapping up the preseason, but there's money to be made in Major League Baseball. And right now, one of the teams I know that, that you like today – What's going on in Charm City with the birds? Because we thought, okay, you know, they get to the trade deadline. They they trade away Mancini. They're really kind of waving the white flag. They're really hanging in this wild card race here. Do you like the battling birds again today? Uh, earlier in the day, I did. Uh, with lineups and everything, I don't see as much value on them as I did earlier. But um, 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably a no play for me today. Okay, so gonna, you're going to pass on them. But another team that might surprise you see right now, they are plus $1.50 uh, in that game against the Astros after getting a surprise win yesterday. Another surprise team uh, maybe that you're going to back today would be in with the Kansas City Royals. What do you see in the Royals today against San Diego that you might like? Yeah, a lot of it is is the odds. You know, you're getting them at plus 185 here, which is really good. They are not that big of an underdog here. Like, yeah, they're going to lose more often than they're going to win. But they're facing you, Darvish, who is more name value than talent at this point in his career. Uh, like, he's fine, but he's not an elite pitcher by any means. And the the San Diego lineup today is a little bit watered down. There's no Cronenworth. Hassan Kim is hitting leadoff inexplicably today. And we just see a lot of times with teams like this, uh, especially against name value pitchers, the books know that people don't want to bet against you, Darvish, especially with a team like the Kansas City Royals. People don't like to bet on that ugly team. And uh, and today the Royals present a ton of value uh, because of that dynamic. And again, Jeff, I think what, what Derek's doing, once you see those lineups, you can really adjust those handicaps based on who we're expecting to see play. That's why you might not love Baltimore as much, but still like Kansas City at these big well, price tags. Uh, of course. And also, too, we didn't we weren't 100% on Kansas City's starting pitcher as right. well this morning. And, and Daniel Lynch is totally, totally solid, all things considered, for what the Royals have been thrown out there. Derek, let's go to some props that you may be looking at here. Let's go to uh, Queen's. Uh, first here, the Mets and the Rockies. David Peterson has uh, gone up and down this year from uh, from the Mets to the Syracuse Mets. Now he's back, and he's facing a Rocky lineup that is very different when you take him out of Coors Field. Yeah, that that's exactly it. This is a really it's a really bad Rockies lineup <laughs> that looks serviceable sometimes because of Coors Field, but it's really not. Um, away from cores, they strike out a lot more because of how much cores suppresses strikeouts. That a lot of times doesn't get baked into the lines. David Peterson is kind of an afterthought of a pitcher because the Mets have had so much depth. And like you said, he's bounced back and forth, but he's a legitimately very good pitcher who just is part of an organization that doesn't have a full-time spot for him. But he's a really good pitcher. The line on him today, uh, over five and a half. Uh, plus 125 or so when I was looking before was was the best line. And that seems really good to me in a spot like this. I, I like Peterson quite a bit. Derek, let's talk about another way to play the Dodgers in fight and fish today because it's Sandy Day for the Marlins, but it's Justin May going for the Dodgers. I look at the, the total there of six and a half, so we're not expecting a lot of runs to be scored there. But instead of a play on Sandy, you found a different way to play Dustin May. What do you like in that matchup? Yeah, I like the under here on Dustin May's strikeouts. May is a very, very good pitcher, but as good as his stuff is, he's never been a huge strikeout guy. And he's also coming back from injury. He's made one start since coming off the IL. He's going to be limited to probably 85 or so pitches here. I don't think we're going to see him uh, capable of going above that. And so it's just a big number that they have on him here. Six and a half strikeouts for Dustin May. Um, minus 140 is the best line I have on it. And my projection system, the bat, is projecting him for five strikeouts. So this is just a spot where the as good as he is, and even though this is a good matchup, the volume really just, it's going to be hard for him to get there volume-wise because of the limitations and, and because of the way the Dodgers handle, the, handle their pitchers. 
uh, with such a short leash. So the under here looks like a really strong value. Derek, let's uh, get into the, uh, the the part of the segment of we already had one bad team yeah. that you like today. Let's let's get into some more bad teams <laughs> that possibly present value, and let's I like it. Let's start with uh, <laughs> a battle of two bad teams. First off, uh, the Tigers and the Rangers. Oh boy, <laughs> what well, not your sexiest matchup for for the month of August? But uh, what what direction would you go if you had to play this snoozer in Arlington today? Yeah, I like the Rangers side of this. Um, you know, the the opposing pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, is kind of, you know, more of the name pitcher of the two that are here. And they are, I mean, even though they're a bad team, they are nowhere near as bad uh, offensively as the Tigers are. The, the money line here implies that they have about a 53% chance of winning. My projection system has them at 58%. So I think there is a good amount of value here on the Rangers and also a little bit of value on just betting the under in this game. <laughs> talking with Derek Cardi, a VEASAN contributor, talking all things Major League Baseball. Let's stay on the bad team theme, but against a really good team with the New York Yankees playing in Oakland today. Big price tag here in the Bronx Bombers. Are you going to go the other way, Derek? Yeah, I don't think there's quite as much value as there is on a team like Texas, certainly not as much as there is on the Royals today, but I do see a little bit of value on the opposite side here from the Yankees, and it's the kind of thing we see all year long, where the Yankees are you know, the most well-known team in baseball, the public loves betting on them, they're facing an absolutely terrible team in the Oakland A's, and so the lines are shaded towards, you know, the book's expecting people to bet on the Yankees. And if you want to bet on the Yankees, you have to make a bad bet, which means, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a good bet to bet on the A's here. So I like this quite a bit. The uh, the battle in D.C. Mm. today where I, I'm, I'm still kicking myself 24 hours later for not betting the Reds yesterday. It oh. just the Nats were minus 150. Easy, never easy be, win. They should never money. be minus 150 against anyone. Nope. Derek, uh, again, this is two of baseball's worst. Uh, the Reds and the Nats. The Nats are minus 135 at BetMGM. It's got to be Reds or pass here, right? Yeah, it's it's Reds for me. Again, I think it's uh, a small value, not a huge one, you know, basically in line with, with the A's bet here. But I do like the Reds side of it. They're facing Paolo Espino, who is really, truly one of the worst starting pitchers in baseball. And while this Reds offense is pretty horrible also – I do think there's a little bit of value here, especially because the Reds are rolling out Luis Sessa on the mound and he's not going to go very deep into the game. Like he's kind of a glorified opener type of pitcher. And ultimately that's a good thing because you would much rather have your bad starting pitcher go two or three innings rather than five or six and then fill in the rest of the game with bullpen, which is generally, you know, about the quality of, of an average starting pitcher. So this, this works in the Reds favors today. Uh, Derek, I think we've run down some pretty good uh, bad teams, but good money that can be made on them today at good price tags. So appreciate the time and the information. As always, enjoy the rest of your baseball day here on a Saturday. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. There he is, everybody. Derek Cardi does a great job here. Follow him on Twitter at Derek Cardi. Want to update a couple things very quickly before we sure. hit a break. And one of those is happening at Eastlake. Scotty Scheffler through five holes today is even par. And what that has done now with Scotty not really making a move, it's letting other guys like John Rom, who is 200 for the day, to start to, to get into the pace here. Xander Shoffley has just made a birdie, so I believe he's back to just being one back. And really, right now, the biggest mover of the day... Sheffler, Sheffler saved par from where he was? He did. Wow. 
went bunker to bunker and still saved par. That's pretty darn good. Sung JM, four under through seven. So all of a sudden here, he is just two off the lead wow. as well. So what we thought might be a two-horse race, another horse has what entered was, the picture. What, what was Sanjay coming oh into the week? He could have got a really good a number. huge number. So again, we'll see how this plays out. Again, remember, it it's always starts off staggered depending on where you finished in the regular season. Scotty Scheffler, of course, was in the lead coming in. But right now, that lead is very much in jeopardy. Uh, UConn's still up on Utah State. We'll give you some yeah. updates when we come back. And also take a look at the last week of fake football in the NFL. Thank God. <laughs> Almost getting on to the regular season. We'll discuss when you come back with us. It's Betting Across America here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is out as we speak. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl playoff predictions, season win totals, best bets for every team, best ways to bet the rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown of what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up in our discounted football special. You're going to get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175, or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Jeff Parles, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. You've got to be happy. Missed field goal in yeah, that's Yeah, that's always good. By the way, uh, Wyoming's quarterback is one for nine for nine yards and an interception. Nine yards? I don't remember Ferris that's being not sick good. nine times. That's not good. So uh, Utah, by the way, Utah State, rather, uh, they've got the ball moving against the Huskies four minutes ago before the yeah, half. Yeah, I think Utah State has stabilized enough here. I think they've stabilized enough. The dream might be dead sooner rather than later on the Huskies. But 14-7. It's a, sh- it's a shame Roberson got hurt. This, this game's totally different if he's able to stay healthy. Absolutely. So, again, uh, Wyoming, uh, they're trying to move it here 32 seconds ago, but you've got uh, 27 on the in-half number, uh, the live play for the first half. So that's looking really good. But – the only thing in balance now would be Illinois first-half backers. Well, no. The first-half total pre-flop oh. is very much in, in play. Because that was 21-and-a-half, 22. Oh, so that's, that missed field goal was ginormous for underbackers in that first half. But now you're like, half. just take a knee, Wyoming. No, you're, no, no, then you're then in a scenario where you just want Wyoming to throw an incomplete pass, punt, and then Bielma to take a knee and well, throw, the ball. or even do that. They're running the Even ball. better, get tackled in bounds. Oh, the quarterback goes out Almost. of bounds. Well, regardless, he'll have to punt. We'll have to down. punt. There you go. We're punting there. Utah State back in the board. Oh, no. Yeah, for no, the, the dream is probably done with UConn. But even so... You UConn preflop, you're still you're still in good it. shape. Fourteen all right there as the PAT is good at Utah State. Very quickly, Brady Cannon's going to take over at the top of the hour. James Salinas, and you know when I just see Brady, I think golf because yes. again, you know I talk about it every week. You know when you look at long shots every week on the network, they do incredible work. He is also with you on X Man, Xander Schauffele, and the X Man is one off the lead here, but Sung J M. He's coming out of nowhere. He's two off the lead right now. Patrick Cantley is only four off the lead uh, as he is playing the eighth hole. Scotty Scheffler, even par so far in the day, is bringing other golfers into this tournament. I don't like the format. I don't like starting off with everybody's at different numbers. Like, let's start off at zero. 
Because sometimes it's like, well, where did he come from? How far back was he? So it's a little bit hard to figure out sometimes. But right now, all you need to know is X-Man, Xander Schauffele is one off the lead at the Tour Championship at Eastlake in the ATL. I mentioned that this is the last week for fake football. Thank God. Are you getting involved now? No, this again. You have to. You have to be out in front of the information here. If you, you do. like, if you got out in front of Tampa earlier, in Brady's the week, gonna play. Like, if you got out in front of that and took six or five and a half, fine, great. Colts are still favored by three. But yeah, and I don't want. I don't. You don't want any part of it. No, I'm not gonna bet anything. Not gonna bet anything. How it's, much does Tom Terrific play? Like, are we, we one series? series. One, one, one series. I can't. What if, what if Brady's like, I'm rusty. I'm staying out there. I'm surprised he's even playing tonight. I'm surprised he showed up. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised he showed up. Oh, it sounds I'm, like he just didn't want to be there for oh, the offseason. Also, I'm not sure what Illinois is attempting to do here, but well, what's the consternation? Well, they, they surprised they didn't just take a knee to go to the half. Oh no, because again, remember the first half total still in play. So Wyoming punts. The quarterback it was a bad ran, punt, by the way, and the quarterback ran out of bounds on third down. I, I mean, these things a, are going to drive you crazy. Eighteen-yard punt. Ah, well, now you got to take a shot if you're Illinois. You just missed a 51-yard field goal. But now, I okay. Six seconds. Bielema. Can DeVito throw the ball 60 yards? The, wait, do not disparage the great Tommy DeVito. Can he, though? Yes. You know better than me. Cuse in the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Syracuse definitely in the house. So now the starting quarterback at Illinois, Tommy DeVito. How, these kids are playing for like 12 years now in college football. I, Roughly. I, I get it. We had the COVID years to get the extra year of eligibility. But it's like. I mean, you're just seeing guys. Remember when Greg Paulus was the starting point guard at Duke and then became the Syracuse? Yes, of course. Starting. How could, how like, could you I, forget how that? that happen? Like, that stuff actually happens. Basketball players become football players. So now we're going to go Big Ben. No, oh, we're no, not. No. We're going to go the quick. Oh, yes, the quick out for three. Why? What he, was the point of that? Because he needs to get the arm loosened up for the 55-yard Hail Mary that's going to count. Oh, my goodness. So what again, was the point? At least try to get 10 yards. Give your time out. If you had Illinois first half, all you're saying is just don't have a pick six. Like that can't happen. If you have the under, you're just saying, knock it down. That's what you want Wyoming to do here. Because here comes the big Ben for DeVito. We got three wide. We're gonna give you a little play by play here in Beeson. We got three wide, Jeff. <laughs> okay. So DeVito's gotta buy time to get the receivers down. Oh, the field. no, not, not yet. Wyoming's gonna gonna uh gonna take a timeout. Gonna ice the quarterback. So Wyoming takes their final timeout three seconds ago. There's way too much drama. There should be none. X has now tied it up in the tour championship. So we're through seven for Schaffle. And right now he is, a, he is tied up. He's a dead heat with Scotty Scheffler. Again, but you got him at six to one on a Wednesday. Wait a second here. Hold oh, on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Jeff is back to college no, football. I'm sorry. We're bouncing they just, all around. They just, they just called... UConn for illegal touching on legitimately the same thing that Utah State didn't get called for earlier. That's the signal for Oh, me. my goodness. Come on. Fourth and six yards to punt it away. Sorry about that. I, I, again, I just, oh, it's, 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 inconsistency is bad. But Scheffler with a big par save there. Scotty Sheff is not playing thrilling golf if you're a backer of Scotty Sheffler. Remember, before the week at Eastlake, he was 2-1 to one to take this thing home. Oh, boy. All of a sudden, the X-Man, who we were worried about a couple holes ago. Remember, he had a couple bogeys there. Well, he's gotten those back-to-back birds here, and X going to give it to you as he puts it right in the heart. And all of a sudden, Xander Schauffele is all tied up atop the leaderboard at Eastlake, which makes you and Brady Cannon happy. 
because right now they have two shots clear of Sung Jae-M. The weirdest thing, though, about this is what looked like a two-horse race, other horses are now entering the fray. Dave? Yep. Wyoming got called for pass interference on whatever pass attempt. So now, now, just, so just now sh- you can try. Just, no, now, now it's it's a 15-yard penalty in college. It's a short. So you can't kick They didn't it. even try a Hail Mary. They are untimed down. Out. Untimed down from Brett Bielema. So oh, now oh you're actually God. legitimate can call a play territory if you're an Illinois backer. And Brett Bielema is going to get greedy because you're now at the 40. Okay? So now we got we got two left and two right. DeVito. This is about Big to be Ben. A- it's up there. We got some opportunities. Bat it away. 17-3. Under 21 and a half survives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was such an unnecessary sweat okay, if you well, had the under. Well, no, well, again, the opposite of that, though, Dave, is you legitimately had a touchdown 20 seconds into the game. And you still got home on 21 and a half. That's amazing. Do you think I'm dead? Seven up in a minute in. Yeah. 17 to three. The under does hit there. Utah State is moving it again. Yeah, no, this is is all over for UConn. It's all over. Missed tackle. Missed tackle. Now now the game, what was it, 25 and a half? 26 and a half. 26 and a half is the closing number there for you. Look, we're really projecting here. But again, this is a UConn had a 14 nothing lead at one juncture here. And then, remember, they got the big stop on fourth down. The next play, they fumbled it back. And I said, what did I say to you? My Jim Mora Jr. halftime speech. We're not good enough to that, do that. That, that. that really was the, uh, the, 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 turning. The, the pinpoint. So, again, we'll see how it plays out. Now we got unsportsmanlike conduct against UConn. Oh. Yeah, it's, 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 well, now we're being undisciplined, Jim Mora no, Jr. It's, it's important. By, by, the way, by the way, Dave, yep. an old-timers game at, uh, at, uh, at City Field. The Amazons. Against the, uh, what's the other team name? Yes, Al Leiter's facing Mike Piazza right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you're Mike Piazza, do you ever call up Roger Clemens and say, dude, like, what was that whole throwing the bat at me thing? And you said, I thought it was the ball. Leiter looks like he's throwing as hard as Jamie Moyer did when he was at the end. By the way, this is, uh, Steve Cohen, the, the Metropolitan's owner, kudos to you, sir. Like, yes. We love this stuff as old, as old Met fans. I'm old Met fan, and I believe arms have gone up at Utah State. I I, can't, I couldn't see the bleachers were in the way. <laughs> I'm going to assume that was a touchdown. Touchdown no. Utah State. So now we we got a a boat race starting because this would be twenty. Uh, no, this, this twenty one unanswered. Twenty one unanswered. If the PAT is good, it's twenty unanswered right now. It's starting to get dicey. You you kind of at least got to get the ball first in the second half, but this uh, we got a backup quarterback. This now. turned very quickly. Uh, that does down. not look like a touchdown oh, to me. I don't know. That's very close though. We're gonna go to replay. What well, do I they're say? Gonna, they're gonna say it's pi if it's not though. We got a flag down. That's no, pi. We got a lot of things going on here. I don't know. The, the refs in this game really have had absolutely no idea what they're watching. So touchdown stands as of this second. How? How are we not at even the, at least reviewing that? At the Jim and Carol Lobb Athletics Academics Complex. They're, they're reviewing it. Oh, we're, we're looking at it again. This is, I mean, I, I feel bad for my partner here. because That's nah, all right. It's starting to sweat We took a fall. No, I'm, I'm. Well, you're going to win the first half. Wait. Yeah, well, I didn't have a first half. Oh, wait, I just had a full game wait. I'm going to lose everything probably. Hold on to your butts. It's <laughs> Top Gun. When we come back. We'll see how this plays out. It's getting dicey at Utah State. Come on back, Betty Across America. I'm Beeson of the Esports Betting Network.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Point and trip to Vegas, come on out. Convert those BetMGM points and MGM resor- uh, Rewards points that you can use toward dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Jeff Parles, I am Dave Ross. Wrapping up betting across America. I apologize off the top coming out of break because you had me distracted. You have the live feed of the Metropolitan's old-timers game. Steve Cohen, the owner. Kudos to you. Yeah, they put it, put it on during the break. So it was Jesse, the Amazons. I, I don't even know. Jesse Roscoe is pitching. Oh, my goodness. If Andy Chavez with a double. Greatest catch nobody remembers against the Cardinals in the NLCS because the Mets didn't win that game. We try to forget that. That's Adam Wainwright, the strikeout of Carlos Beltran, looking 3-2. Who throws a breaking pitch 3-2? Adam I Wainwright. Mean, I mean, it was the absolute perfect pitch. It was pitch. a perfect pitch. Nothing you can do. Called looking. We're still waiting for Beltran to swing the bat. Um, and by the way, Jesse Orozco for old timers like myself, 86. When Jesse got the last out to win the World Series, go look it up, kids. You don't know what I'm talking about. Orozco threw his glove skyward. It's never come down. I think the glove actually went to the heavens. That's the, that's the last time the Metropolitans have won a World Series until this year. Are we Call are on we, your shot. Are we, if they, are we, if they, if are the, we back if, in the Metropolitan this year financially? If it gets there. I, I, I mean, I, ha, I have a bunch already. You're in. I already have a bunch. So. I mean, seriously, and I, I kid with you and I kid with other Mets fans. Like, who's going to win the NL Cy Young? Well, it's not going to be the greatest pitcher in the game right now. It's Jacob DeGrom. I, I know you can't win it. He's still the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, right? no argument. Yeah. Right? No so argument. now you can still get 550 on the Metropolitan. Is that, not is good there, enough. Well, what's the number that you would need to back the Mets Well, now? first off, uh, Dave, I'm sure you love this. The Braves are by far the best bet on the board. They really are. By far. If you can get 10, it's by far the best. Mets bet aren't going to lose the division, are they? I don't think so, but the Braves don't lose anymore. It does matter, by the way, for those that say, <laughs> oh, it's to- humongous. It's absolutely humongous this year, the difference between the two and the four. <laughs> because, again, you have to play a full extra playoff round. The four seed gets the reward of playing the Dodgers in the in the division series. Oh, and then by the way, you'll have to play whoever wins the division in all likelihood in the NLCS. And then if you win that, then you have to play the Astros or the Yankees. Okay, if the Mets get to the Dodgers in the NLCS, let's just say the Metropolitans hold on. I will bet the Mets in the series. Absolutely, the, Dodgers, the yeah. pitching yeah. the pitching advantage but, for the Metropolitans is huge. I, that, that, well, the problem is the Dodgers. I know pitching beats. Hitting in the playoffs. Absolutely. But the Dodgers lineup is it's murderers absurd. And the Dodgers quietly are 41 and 9 in their last 50. Quietly. 41 and 9. Say that again. 41 41 and 9. What's the best lineup? What's murderers row for the Yankees? Is it the 29 Yankees? 27 27 Yankees, right? Could you could you make a claim that the Dodgers lineup? No, it, that's it's it's a different area. You can't you can't can't. go across errors like that. It's tough. The Bambino. I mean I'm just saying. Okay, so According to some, Babe Ruth is uh, still the second all-time leading home run guy. Wow. Behind? Just Hank Garen. Because oh. people claim Bonds didn't do it, even though Bonds was, before the Roids, was still the best one of the yeah, best players do, in baseball history. How do we deal history. with that? Like, 
like, you know, our, our, my buddy Tim Doyle, who, again, is still basking in the glow of the Northwestern win. He says they should have, like, the evil Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. No, they should. They, 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 the Hall of Fame, the fact that none of those guys are in is 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 a disservice to baseball fans. How so? They cheated. Because, That's what the, because the purists even, are going to say. Yes, I understand that, but you can't tell the history of baseball without Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Roger, Roger Clemens. Clemens. I thought it was and, the ball. And, and, and I guess I don't... I, 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 Sosa as well, I guess you have to throw into that yeah, group. Yeah, I mean, Sosa had 60-plus bombs. But twice. 60-plus twice. But, yeah, no, but you, it, you, you, if, the, if the Baseball Hall of Fame, and this is, has nothing to do with betting, and we'll get back to betting in yeah. a second, but if the Baseball Hall of Fame is really to tell the history of the game, those guys should be there. Same with Pete Rose as well. So My favorite uh, cartoon growing up was Super Friends, and they had the, the evil... Super friends, like, you know, they go, meanwhile, back of the Hall of Justice. Yeah, yes, yes, they have the, yes. the bizarro, that's that's kind of the thought process that so that you can tell the, the story of baseball. But again, there's a lot of guys that have cheated that we don't talk about. But it is bizarre to hear the name Sammy Sosa and think nobody talks about Sammy Sosa anymore. Right? No yeah, one talks. No one even thinks about like, Sammy. Like, the Cubs don't even want him at Wrigley anymore. So, by the way, Utah State's on the march again. It's all again. over. It's all over. Utah State's going to end up covering the 26 and a half <laughs> when this is all said and done. At they this could race. cover the first half number if they get on their horses they, here. Uh, what was the first half number? Was it over 14? I have to check. But again, that, 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 I would imagine. It would be the worst beat of all time. I would imagine that was one that was north of 14. It had to okay. be. So right now they've called a timeout. There's 16 ticks to go. Tick, 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 tick. They've got over 350 yards of offense in the first half. Oh, Utah State. 14 and a half. Okay. See. Or if you got it at the end at Chris Andrews' shop at the South Point, 14. Oh, so flat 14. Oh. So you could, that could be, in, that would be the worst push of all time. Yeah, it'd be a pretty horrendous push. If you had UConn again. You know what, if, you, if you're UConn now, you need a sack here because Utah State's out of timeouts. Out of so again, just don't, don't push that. If you push that at week zero, like that, that's when you go, is this the way college football is going to go for me all year? Because this was never in doubt. And right now, Logan Bonner's heating up for the Aggies as he's got 155 yards in the second quarter alone and two tutties as Utah State has a seven-point lead looking for more. Uh, no drama with UNLV. They're still up 45-7, I do believe, in the third quarter. The drama right now is coming in the world of golf. Scotty Scheffler's made his first birdie of the day to recapture the lead. At 20 under, but Scotty Scheffler has played uninspired golf here over the last day and a half. X-Man Xander Shoffley is one back. Sung J.M. is only three back right now as he plays the 12th hole. Even Rory Mack, we got some 14s on the board, which would be six back. You feel like that's too far back. But the name's there. JT, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantley, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm. My goodness. A literal who's who in the world of golf. It, that are six back, but you think that's just too far back? Yeah. Right now, it feels like Sung J M is the only Sun, horse. Sun Sung J M is the only, three shots back, conceivable. It could be very hard for anyone in that fourth down. Man, it's essentially everyone else in the field's fourteen under right now. Um, again, if Roy, man, I, 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 I it didn't hurt uh, Tom Kim a few weeks ago where he had that eight on number one and still won the golf tournament. How does that happen? If Rory didn't have that seven to open this tournament. Totally different story right now, Dave. I saw Brady Cannon had tweeted out after that Rory triple, and I just not the start we were looking for for Rory backers out there. No, and the thing the thing with Roars is it's been a magical year, but yet you know I didn't win a major, 
we're still going on 10 years now for Roars when we get into 2023 from the last time he won a major. Think of that. Like nine, I think it'll be nine. I think the last one he got was, I want to say 2014. We're going to go into 2023. This is Rory McIlroy we're talking about. And somehow, I think he shut two under in the final round of the Open, champ. The Open. The Open. And didn't win. Guy named Cam Smith won it. You might have heard of that. By the way, field goal is up. That's good. It is good. That's pretty pure. So we got one tick of the clock. 24-14. Aggies with 24 unanswered against our UConn Huskies. Uh, it's, uh, it's all over for UConn. So now that it's just the overall total that we're... The, the the closing number we're worried about. Well, I, I again, you UConn didn't need seven points in the second half. Jim Ward Jr. 40, what 40, happened? 40, uh, 21 doesn't even get you there with the closing numbers. No, like we were singing the praises of Jim Ward Jr. You got a coach there now. Well, it's a backup quarterback. That's the at problem. UConn. That's the problem. Yeah. you're up fourteen nothing. And then or I think they were up seven nothing when they it was started. seven nothing yeah. when they when they when, when the injury occurred, and then you get it up to fourteen nothing and you're feeling really good about yourself, and now we're not feeling as good. No. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about this when it's all said and done. But uh, that game really it feels like Illinois. By the way, just taking it to Wyoming, Wyoming just can't get anything going offensively, right? So there's no way you can back the Cowboys in the second half. Yeah, I almost considered taking uh, Illinois in the second half. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But Wyoming, Wyoming really looks bad so far. You know your energy level at the beginning of the show. You were very excited about UConn. I've noticed a change. In oh, the tone. it's all right. the Huskies have ruined the vibe. But no, not really though, because Dave, one week from today. We will be fully oh in the mist. Week one. Of not just three select games on right now. It'll be about 30. Your, great your heart's going to be racing. It'll be good. Uh, Jeff, that was a lot of fun for the last three hours. Yeah, that was good. Brady Cannon, James Salinas in studio. You do not want to go anywhere. We got you covered right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.